Hey, Dave, I find that offensive. Recorded live, simply to reduce the amount of time spent in post-production, the new Indispensable Show with Sable and Dave. Let's take a deep dive into the shallow end of American culture. And it's another coffee day over here at the Indispensable Show. Yeah, Saturday instead of a Thursday night that we usually record. Some other stuff came up and we couldn't record, but not that you care, but we're doing it on Saturday instead. That's right. Well, it's entirely my fault. My name is Sable Cantus, and I had a special annual meeting to attend where I got uh, recognized for my work in a leadership program that I attended, and oh. I got a little special certificate. Oh. Well, and uh, when I brought it home and I showed everybody, look, look, kids, I got a certificate. They said, what are you going to do with it? I said, I'm going to put it in that fat binder with all my other certificates and forget about it. <laughs> well, at least you have a fat binder full of such things. I don't, I don't have uh, anything like that. I think I used to keep my, uh, the trophy that I got for playing Little League. Ah. This was 1975. I was on the uh, Westminster Lions which is the same name as our high school, which whenever. But I was on a, I was on a baseball team, and I got a trophy at the end. We didn't win anything, but they gave me a trophy, and I kept it for years. And then one day I realized they gave everybody this trophy. Why do I have this? And I just threw it in the trash, you know, like <laughs> so early showing signs of conservatism, maybe. Well, it it must have started a trend because in my lifetime I've got tons and tons and tons of certificates and awards. Mm-hmm. Now some of them are for real work, and some of them are just for like, hey, thanks, we appreciate you. But yes, I have a thick binder of it. In that binder is my my time as the music director of the Desert Swing Band. I got a certificate of appreciation, my No Agenda Knighthood certificate. Oh, that's a good one. And my master's degree. They're all thrown in together. <laughs> all the same accomplishment. Uh, yeah, master's degree, knighthood from No Agenda. I, th- I think I have my undergraduate, my Bachelor of uh, Science also in there. I have to check. The joke. Maybe after the show, I'll pull the book out. Yeah, yeah the joke in uh, a- Annie Hall. You're probably not familiar as I am with that Woody Allen's movie, Annie Hall, but this is a thing where... He's talking to you, the audience, yeah. not you, the sable who watched Annie Hall with you. No, yeah, this one, he's talking to Diane Keaton. I think he's talking about going to an awards show. He didn't really want to go because he's supposed to host this award show. He's like, all they do in Hollywood is give each other awards. You know, greatest fascist dictator, Adolf Hitler. I love Woody. It's very funny. <laughs> so, by the way, I, 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 uh, I'm Dave Smith, uh, 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 puzzled earthling and uh, unlicensed philosopher. My privilege is white. My sexual preference is doggy style. Oh, my pronoun I, is His Majesty. Yes, or His Highness. Thank you. Now, I don't suggest anybody try this, but I've seen people starting to play with their pronouns in various ways. Good. So I'm seeing she. Her and ella. Oh, ella, that's good. Uh-huh. Spanish in there. Yeah, plural Spanish. I saw one the other day. It said uh, he, his, and doctor. <laughs> I like this. It's like, I have a PhD <clears throat> and you call me doctor, bitch. Yeah, I, I, I love this. We need to full, go full force on this. So I was wondering, what if you had he, her, and they? What would people do? her and they one being plural is weird isn't it well but there's always a set of three and what if you just chose one of each as long as you choose one of uh, those i I guess you won't be prosecuted i I suppose by the authorities of whoever handles that such thing Mm -hmm. the dei people come in we do need to do a sketch on that kind of like you know uh, like a sketch where it's uh what's the dea 
Oh, and right. They bust in, but it's the DEI department. DEI, and, and they all have vests on. Got the, those, yeah. Yeah, we should work on something. And then like there's, we there's do an audio. There's somebody with a clipboard, and they're checking yeah. off, like, you're supposed to have 14% black people. Mm-hmm. I don't see any black mm-hmm. people here, so mm-hmm. that's a $1,000 fine. Yeah. You're supposed to have 65% Hispanic. I don't see any Hispanics here. Yeah, there's no Hmong people here. Right. Um, Asian, Asians not are not. Nobody's overweight in here. Or, sorry, everybody's overweight in here. You're not <laughs> representing everybody, anybody right? that's thin. A- a- Asians are not allowed, and you have 50% are Asian. And we say, but this was a competency-based, everybody had to take a test to get in. Oh, you had to take a test to get in. That's a $10,000 fine. I just watched an episode of uh, King of the Hill last night, and it was one from 1997, I think, maybe 97, 98, where um, Hank, uh, he, he's trying to hire a, an assistant, you know, a propane uh, assistant, and he, he, he uh, doesn't want to hire the very attractive Hispanic lady because he's going to be too uncomfortable. And she seemed right on, but you know, she didn't know who the Dallas Cowboys were or she didn't know who Troy Aikman was. So he's, he, he doesn't hire her and he, he hires the next guy who's seems right on the ball, young white guy. Mm-hmm. And then when he shows up, he's like high and drunk. And then he gets, he, he wants to fire him. But the, the, his, uh, the social worker comes and says, well, he has a disability. He's a drug addict. So then he could not, <laughs> it was great. Great episode. I highly recommend that one. Wow. That's so on point with today. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that um, in the spirit of anti-Asian racism... That's my favorite type of racism. <laughs> Anti-Asian? Yeah. Wow. Um, the, <laughs> you know what the worst form of Chinese torture is, is when I'm driving behind them? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I actually don't think Asians are any worse drivers than anybody else. You all suck. I'm the best driver. Thank you. <clears throat> anyone driving slower than me is an idiot, and anyone driving faster than me is a maniac. So There you go. Stole that from George Carlin, sorry. George Carlin, the master. So the the UC system, you know, University of California system, some of the most prestigious universities in the world have had a problem. And they, they in their esteemed doctorhoods, they sat down and they said, you know, we got a lot of Asians coming to our school. There's too many Asians yeah, here. Yeah, too many. I wonder, I wonder why so many Asian people are getting into the UCs. And so they took a look at Harvard and Princeton, and they took a look at all the top schools, and they said, you know, there's a lot of Asians going to all of these schools. We don't want to have so many Asians. What did we do before when we had too many Jews 100 years ago? <laughs> they said, well, we, we killed all the Jews. They said, no, 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 before that. <laughs> oh, well, we, uh, we changed the admissions policy to exclude Jews in the early 1900s. And they said, oh, that's what we got to do. Let's change the admissions policy. So what are what have Asians been the most successful at? Do you know this? This is, this is in my, in uh, my like, realm. Like I don't usually subjects, expect you to know. Uh, like to get into college, oh. what have Asians traditionally been better at like than everybody SAT else? SAT scores, perhaps? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The, the competency that you need to get into the schools has often been, we want the people that are the best performing academically with the highest IQs so that we can train them to become the best engineers and we can continue to promote our American exceptionalism and be the best in the world. Well, unfortunately, um, the demographic that is often referred to as Asian Americans studies the hardest, they do the most SAT prep, and they score the best on the test, so they get in. They that's said un- that's unfair. They said, "Here's the system. We're smarter than everybody. We can beat it." And they're right. So those are just 
they're going away. They're saying, well, now we're going to look at the, the well-rounded individual. We're going to consider their, their grades from high school. You know who gives Uh-oh. out grades in high school? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I could even get good grades in high school. Your, so. your idiot teachers who refused to give you an F because you didn't show up to class, you didn't study, and you pissed all over her desk, she will not fail you because <laughs> it's going to be against the law in California. In college, I once got a D minus, 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 because the instructor just liked me. He just refused to give me an F for some reason. <laughs> well, <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Chawla from Cal State Long Beach. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little insight on the professor side of that. He didn't like you. <laughs> he didn't want you to take his class again. Maybe. And he maybe. said, if I give this guy an F, <laughs> he has to retake this class, and he's going to be back here next semester. That's true. He was very nice, and he seemed to like me, though, so I, I don't know. Well... He has to be nice. He was a lovely chap. I liked him. Right? But he made that decision at night. He's like, well, Dave should fail, but he was friendly, and I don't want to have him back here. So if I give him the minimum passing score, he doesn't come back. Could be a thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? But by taking away all intelligence and all academic achievement from getting into the most prestigious colleges, we will now have colleges that are not only full of very wealthy people, like Harvard, for instance. That's in, I'd say, within 10 years, a Harvard degree is going to be worthless because, yes, you're going to have all the, all the high-achieving, very wealthy people who endow buildings, but you won't have any smart people that didn't already go to Harvard or were rich. It's everyone else is going to be on the spectrum of mm. what's your what's your intersectionality? Mm-mm. How let's see. Oh, you're lesbian, female, and black. Okay, you can come in. Oh, sorry, uh, Asian is is no longer protected class. You can't come in. So a lot of those Harvard degrees are going to end up being participation trophies, like the one I was talking about earlier. Right. Yeah. Harvard, yeah. Princeton, probably even Brown. I'll bet this doesn't happen at Duke, but the UC system, uh, we may have to just trash the entire college system in California and come up with something new. I would love that. Because (laughs) outside of a few classes, it's 10 years from now, and that's easy to say because I was teaching 10 years ago, and I've seen the the decline. Yeah. (laughs) The climate in California when I grew up is... um, and just generally in the country, you didn't have to have a, a degree to, in college to get lots of jobs were open to people that didn't have degrees, and they'll and uh, um, uh, you could find work easily. I wasn't mm-hmm. worried about. It. I'm like, I, I really hated college. I didn't want to go anymore, and I I just wanted to study radio, television, and film anyway. I'm like, that's a worthless degree anyway. I might as well just do it on my own. So I just didn't go to college. But then it sort of seeped in, like they started getting their tentacles in, like like I worked at State Farm, and then there's, oh, we're not interviewing anybody that doesn't have a a degree anymore. I was like, what? That, that, that just changed like right under my nose. Like, right. what? That was Barbara Bush. Yeah. It happened when I was a little, little kid. They said, <sighs> we don't want any children to be left behind. <sighs> Everybody should be college ready. And the truth is, uh, most of my students should not be in college. They're not ready. <laughs> and we're no longer, um, this is the, the latest blow, and then I'll, I'll get off of this particular college topic. The latest blow is... We found that in the college system, a large percentage of students in Los Angeles cannot read or write at the mm-hmm. ninth grade level. Wow. They're, they're, they're functionally illiterate. And the ninth grade level now, keep in mind, is like <laughs> second grade level yeah, yeah. 75 years ago. Definitely. <laughs> so. But they're functionally illiterate in the English language, and they really don't understand basic math. Like they can't balance a checkbook 
or work out a monthly budget to pay their bills. Which is the most important type of math. God right? Yeah. But because 30% of students were going into those remedial classes, they took away the remedial classes. So then we made these other classes that students could opt in and we could encourage them to take. And now we're no longer allowed to encourage them to take the remedial classes. Why? And because on top of that, the not, state is going to stop paying... Is it offensive to encourage them or something? Yeah, is it, yeah. Oh, this is awesome. This is uh, and this, this is, is all awesome. This is all in the name of DEI of equity. Mm-hmm. We want everyone to be able to graduate college level. So the state is not going to pay for students who take the remedial classes anymore. They're going to remove the credit from them. So you don't get any credit. You have to take it as a non-credit, and the state doesn't pay the same rate. So all the incentives for colleges to provide an education to the functionally illiterate who want to go to college and better their lives, they won't be able to hmm. because it makes the colleges look bad. It's uh, boy, is that a mess? It's a wow. total mess. Wow. Oh, man. I need, a, uh, I need a clip that says, Sable's such a downer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What else should we talk about? Oh, Do you have oh. any more on that? Uh, well, I, do I like that topic, but gosh, yeah, I, you're bringing me down, man, to f- buzzkill. Yeah, well, I wanted to get out of there. Um, I did have another interesting, uh, an, an int- what I think is an interesting rebuttal from a college professor hmm. to her college who refused her religious exemption against the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. All right. Boy, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's back up a second, because I know we have... At least one international listener. Oh, cool. Who's that? Do we know? We do. We know. It's Growly Bear. Oh, is he still... Is he back? Uh, he's always been back. Oh, awesome. Growly Bear's never left us. <laughs> you could you could reach out to him on Twitter. I'm sure he's okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Sitting in his office. Good old Growly Bear. I'm sure uh, <laughs> doing some uh, important work. Yeah. I forgot what he was... Uh, what, what his uh, gig was. I thought he was a technologist yeah. or programmer or... And he's not a hate listener, right? He must be kind of conservative-ish, uh, a little right-leaning, because he, he probably wouldn't listen to us if he was a full-on lefty. I'm, I'm saying maybe you should call in to be our leftist uh, uh, you know, point of view, but I don't think he is a leftist. So, But if he is, hey. I think he's in a different time zone, reach man. Out. Yeah, it might he's, be tough. He's probably sleeping right now. Yeah, it might be tough. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. There you go. So this this woman, she's been a college professor for 20 years. She put she filed for a religious exemption, and these religious exemption forms are getting very personal. Mm. They're asking questions like, do you want to file a religious exemption? So right off the bat, you're like, I'm filling out the form to file a religious exemption. And your first question uh. is, do I want to file a religious exemption? That's like, what? I mean, right away, you're like, who are the idiots in charge of this? But then they're saying, well, have you ever had any other vaccines? Why didn't you file an exemption against then? You know, you're like, I was five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right? I'm an adult now. I was a child. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Before you have mm -hmm. to say it. And then they're really trying to question you, which I actually believe is against the law. And I think that Mm -hmm. they'll... I think that HR departments will start just letting these push through because it is literally against our constitution mm-hmm. to discriminate against someone because of their religion. But this this particular woman rebutted the college and she published her rebuttal. And and I read she linked to all the documents, the Nuremberg Code. She did all some great work. 
but she one paragraph code shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One one particular paragraph. She I'm let me read the paragraph and then I'll explain why this really stood out to me. And this is in the middle of a long scree that she writes. She says, I'm concerned that current policies contribute to discrimination against already marginalized student populations and that they are a form of coercion, which is a form of violence. Any forms of discrimination and violence go against my sincerely held religious beliefs. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, I, and that hit me. I was like, oh... Yeah. That's it. That so she's when, using their their she's using their speak their talk. Right. She's talking their talk. So my college, when when my college president held her her little bedazzled high heeled or I don't know if she has a heel or not uh, foot over my neck and said, "You will jab this in your arm, or we will kill you and your family by firing us, making violence, me yeah. right, making me unable to work and putting me on the street, losing everything." because they want me to take this particular drug yeah. without any testing option, they were coercing me under a severe threat. And under this new speak, coercion is violence. And I had to look into that particular point because a lot of times when I hear coercion is violence, like, come on, Dave, come on, Dave, loan me 20 bucks, man. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm coercing you and you loan me 20 bucks. That's not violence. But but on a broader scope, there's lots of coercion that that has an implied threat of violence behind it. Hmm. Like when you were a college guy and your frat buddy would invite some girls over, uh, those girls would come over and quickly realize, you know, hey, there's going to be sex involved in this, or you're going to, you know, be sad. <laughs> and the women don't want to find out. Or maybe what, there's going to be sex involved, and you're going to be sad. And, well, and maybe the women don't want to find out what the or else is mm -hmm. in those cases. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So. You yeah. can actually go deep on the coercion as violence topic, mm -hmm. which didn't immediately come to mind. And in that light, these companies are committing an act of violence against you. And you should be able to defend yourself from any act uh, of violence. Yeah, I'd say so. And I'm actually a pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine mandate kind of guy. Right. I think, hey, the vaccines look like they're pretty effective if you, you know... Um, Go ahead and take them if you want, but don't make other people take them. Especially here's here's what they did here. I got the, uh, um, the uh, sometimes this turns into like a best of Scott Adams, but he he reminded me of something, and I was here for this in the eighties. Is the when AIDS started making the rounds, they the um, at first they weren't sure. They're like this could be this could get out and just kill everybody. So at mm -hmm. first they were like uh, everybody's at risk here, but then. Mm, a year in, they're like, this is mainly gay people. Do not say that. Keep saying it's everybody is at risk. They, that's what they did. Right. They lied. They lied. It's most, It was mostly gay men's disease, very, very heavily gay men's disease. Um, now, they got a good end of it. They ended up, they scared everybody, and they ended up getting a lot of money focused in. And now we have, uh, luckily, we do have treatments, and, uh, you know, that's not a bad, a horrifying thing anymore. It's just not an automatic death sentence. Apparently, now, it's good. For yeah. the listeners that didn't grow up in the 80s, who weren't in the uh, public school system, AIDS was pushed on us like you were going to get it walking down the street. If you saw, if you met a cute, girl or boy, whatever your preference is, if you're a woman, if you met a boy, 
If you're a boy, you met a girl, and you guys touched, you're going to get AIDS. Yeah. Kissing, if you share, you take a bite of their hamburger, you might right? get it. If you shared cups, you were going to get AIDS. Yeah. There were even plays about AIDS. There was, I mean, it was, there was a musical going on. And there was rumors like, oh, that high school over there, they have the highest AIDS rate in California. You're like, what? <laughs> no, actually, they have the highest pregnancy rate. There's no AIDS there. <laughs> but this was an ongoing, it was, it was in the, the public milieu, you were always worried about hooking up with somebody and getting AIDS. Yeah. And it was a complete fabrication. Yep, it was a total lie, and they knew they were lying. They just said, "We just need to we need to lie about this to, in order to get attention focused on it, to get a you know a cure or whatever." It is. Well, but there was, and I agree with you. Um, statistically, it was primarily gay men, mm-hmm. but there was the next st- the next significant grouping were um, black female prostitutes and black male mm-hmm. prostitutes and intravenous drug users, of course, too. Yes, fall, fell under that too. But I think that percentage was very small. Of the needle sharing, I think it was um, significant yeah. if you were sharing needles, and insignificant if you weren't. Yep. So where the lie comes in, there is, there are some lies with COVID. I think, uh, and, and like I'm not a COVID denier. It's clearly a, a nasty virus, and oh, it you was. might you might have, uh, yeah. But I, yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on with Omicron now. There are some Nothing. conflicting stories, but there's there's nothing. Remember, all the data sucks all the time. We, we should talk talk about that in, okay. in, in a minute. But um, um, yeah, up until this point, hopefully you're correct. Um, but uh, the lie was everybody is equally at risk. That was the deliberate fucking lie, right? That little Johnny, who's seven, has the same risk as ninety seven year old Grandma Sadie. No, no, she didn't. No, no, they don't at all. No, they didn't. That's a lie. They didn't a year and a half ago. No, not at all. So, right. um, but I, w- I would even like I said, I, I think I said a couple weeks ago. I'm like, yes, if the death rate was like smallpox, I'd be, uh, you know, I'd be holding you down and jabbing you. But you know, I probably wouldn't. That's like, if you want to get smallpox, fine. Especially if here's the other thing is, if I'm safe from smallpox, which I am when I take the vaccine, right. I can't get it. This these are, these vaccines aren't like that. You can still right. get it. So that's where they get you. It's like, but you can still infect others. That will be have to hold you down and fire you from your job. But Right. Um, yeah, I, uh, it's it's just uh, it's very annoying. And uh, finger the like uh, a woman very close to me said they they are she agreed with my toxic femininity things. The left uses toxically feminine arguments. That's like nagging, finger wagging, shaming, shaming, and yeah. emasculating. They use all that stuff, and just those things alone make me not want to take their fuck whatever they're pushing. It's like no, fuck right. you. If they just would just why don't they just pay people to take it? Just say, hey, this is a great, uh, this is a really good, it's going to reduce your chances of dying or getting really sick from COVID. Just, you know, we'll give you a, a you know, gift card for uh, Starbucks or for P.F. Chang's or something. Just do well, that. There was a study last, it was right, right. Uh, you know, the vaccine didn't roll out until just after Biden was confirmed because <laughs> there was all the possibility that Trump was going to stay in during the election. So the Pfizer specifically held back the vaccine until after Biden. Mm-hmm. That way, uh, Biden got all the credit mm-hmm. for the vaccine. Of course. Didn't matter how many people died. The vaccine was ready a month before. Mm. But they shortly after that summer, they did studies with college students. And they discovered that they could get a lot of college students to take the vaccine if they paid them about 30 bucks. Mm. Ah, big, that was big. the number, about 30 bucks. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Just do now, that. Now, one of the colleges that I teach at, they took the approach. They said, we really want everybody to take this. 
And rather than give you a penalty, if you don't, we're going to give you an incentive. We're going to give you $1,000 if you show us your vaccine card. Oh, nice. I would totally get the vaccine card. Yeah. I mean, I had one. But now now I don't because I'm I'm told that the J&J vac sucks. Now, isn't this interesting? When they first came out with these shots, like, oh, the Johnson Johnson, one and done, baby. Yep. And then some people said, mm, how do you know that? And they go, heretic, turn off his YouTube and Twitter page. You are right. misleading people. And now they're going, yeah, the J&J, it's not very effective. Maybe after two months, it's like... I, that that was called misinformation a year ago, mm-hmm. um, and you took people, the, you deplatformed people. This is the worst part about the whole thing. Is like, if you disagree with that, whatever the government's thinking that day, you right. this is misinformation. No, you get shut bullshit, down. Fucking bullshit. You cannot be doing that. Your livelihood is gone because yeah. we don't agree with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, now it's not new though. This no. kind of <laughs> this kind of thinking, and this is something that I think it's difficult for us to realize. That this moment that we're living in now that seems overwhelming, it's a tidal wave of these crazy beliefs, really started back in the 60s. And even throughout the 70s, there was always a small academic movement about um, anti-white, anti-British, this, where everything is a power structure and yeah. everything can be, can, can be looked at in the form of a power structure. And it's very one-sided. But I found a clip... I played this for you before the show to get yeah. a clearance on it. I played a clip that goes all the way. I don't even know what year it's from. It's in black and white, which leads me to believe that it must should be. We, should we warn people that we're about to play audio from a person named Gavin McInnes, who, if they believe fake news, they think he's some sort of racist, and well, he's absolutely not a racist. He's just he's just a white guy, which you know. If if you think you know who it people. is, I'm going to go with that. But yeah. um, this tweet came across. I think it was on No Agenda Social, actually. Mm. The person tweeting this is Summer Yeager. I don't know who it is. And it says, man, it must be so hard to be woke. And woke is the terminology that we use now for the people that think America is bad. We're the worst kind of people. That um, mm-hmm. there's such a thing as white as a, um, a white patriarchy, a male patriarchy, and that white people are the devil. And it's just this is just a little less than a minute I'm going to play. Here we go. White people are evil. White people suck. We should be ashamed of ourselves. And I don't think we, we should are... be ashamed of ourselves. I think that we should take responsibility for the system that we've created. So there's some kind of a radio show called Stand Up NU or Stand Up NY. Hmm. And uh, this, you could even identify her as a very progressive um possibly a lesbian <laughs> sitting on one side of the table with a nice desktop microphone. Are you watching a video clip of that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sitting across the Couldn't table see. from a very well-dressed uh, Jesse Dollimore type of gentleman with, with a, a nice, nice suit and, and a big beard. beard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll continue. System in the world? Oh, we do not have the best system Who in the world. Who has a better system? <laughs> there are many European countries that have are much better off oh, than Oh, you us. mean like the European countries with a higher density of whites, like Northern Europe? <laughs> Uh, that's one way to phrase it, I guess. You don't mean Turkey. <laughs> no. You don't mean Eastern Europe no. with the communists. So the only time you can come up with a system that's better than America, it's a country that's more white than America. I don't I, understand. I don't, I don't know what to say to that. So. She clearly the dominant- <laughs> I love the pause there. Yeah, she didn't know what to say to that. She didn't. So it's... 
We have to keep ourselves from getting caught up in the whirlwind of anger and outrage because those kind of blind us to the bigger picture. Absolutely. I, um, is there a white supremacy? I think there's always a like a leftover burnt toast smell of all those things. Yes, there's leftover systemic racism in this country, white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to be was, there's white people around the show. And they were holding out Jews. Anybody that, you know, until they would graft on, like, oh, let's graft on the Irish because we're losing some power here. Let's graft right. on the Italians. <laughs> let's graft on the Catholics. But it's not any different than what the majority, the people who are in charge now are doing. Yeah. The people who are in <clears throat> charge now are doing the same thing. They're saying, no, no, we, we don't want people that don't follow our ideology. We only want certain people. We're going to we're going to hold you down. We're not going to hire you. We're only going to bring in this person because they present in a different um, uh, gender than they were born with and we want those people, those people. And we only want people that agree to our racist language, that follow our newspeak, and that's, you know, it's it's easy to get outraged and caught up in that. It must it, it really is hard to be woke in a Democrat it's, now because like they they say like they don't understand stuff like uh, like Kyle Rittenhouse, he was a white person, so they have to go. Oh, I have to put my my well, he's a white guy filter on. For, forget all the facts of the case. Well, white guy filter, so I, and he's not a leftist, so I'm against him. Now they have to justify everything around why he should go to jail. But the, then suddenly you go, what if he was black? And then they go, oh, well that's totally different. It's not different for me. I it's, just want to know, well, what happened? Right. Who shot at him? <laughs> right. If, if Kyle Rittenhouse was a black guy who was chased down in the streets by three white guys and he shot two of them, we're like, when is this guy running for public office? I like this. I like the cut of his jib. This right. Guy, and this black fella. And nobody ever says, hey, those people were chasing down a child, a yeah. legal minor, and trying to assault the child. Yeah. Don't forget, he drove across state lines, Sable. That's <laughs> disgusting. What what an abomination. Yeah. Hey, do you have a sad state of the union for us this week? I kind of do. I didn't you, call it that. You kind of do? All right. Well, let's get yeah, into the ahead. segment while you get your notes together. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, love, I love that. I love That's it, good. too. So, uh, yeah, I, I did write some things down to underscore the sad state of the... Uh, of the uh, Union. Um, <laughs> I kept saying nation before and you were chastising me. <laughs> like, Dave, you keep misnaming, you keep uh, uh, misquoting your own your own segment. Um, yeah, this, uh, actually before I start, there's a, did you see this this uh, emergency? There's like a, a headline coming across Drudge. It's, uh, it says, uh, you know, um, and it's Christmas, so I thought I'd lead with this, but uh, details are sketchy, but um, Santa Claus has shot and killed someone in uh, one of his workshops toy workshops now apparently they had an active shooter just just walked in started firing just randomly uh and santa took him out with a headshot very good now the uh, everything should be okay because the, now the police are saying it's a clear-cut case of elf defense mm-hmm. so to be okay speaking about shootings um there's a new problem in mexico if, as if they didn't have enough problems anyway but uh, true story they are uh, the drug cartels are hiring like little kids to, to do assassinations, like hitmen, so, which is probably violating one or two child labor laws, I think, even in Mexico. Um, nothing is sacred with those scumbags over there. Um, now, a good side effect down there is that bullying in schools has dropped to zero. And, uh, you know, at least it gets kids familiar with the job market, though. At, like, at an early age, they can get their own paycheck and contribute to the household. And, you know, oh, honey, look what Pedro got you for Father's Day. It's a Colombian necktie. Yeah. 
bad, sad state. Um, you know, I was walking down. I was walking the other day. This is not necessarily sad. It's weird though. It's like in Belmont Shore, you know, over in Long Beach. Oh yeah, love it there. Walking my dog over there, and I see dog bakery, and he sees it too. He starts running the other way. I'm like, no, 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 boy. Um, but then I'm like, wait, maybe I can use this. I'm thinking, what is this? A Chinese wet market they got going on here? I'm like, I'm staying away from that. But now I threaten him. I'm like, hey, buddy, you barf on my floor again. It's the dog bakery for you. He starts shaking. You know. Um, this is a visual thing here. I might have to. Uh, can you see? Can you describe what you're looking at here? <laughs> this is a. What, uh, what I can see looks like a red coffin at a slight yeah. angle on some sort of a of a red wedge shaped board. Yeah, if you look it up, it's a Switzerland approves assisted suicide capsule. But how the hell are you supposed to swallow that thing? It's freaking <laughs> enormous. Like you could fit inside the damn thing. I don't know. People are dumb. Um. Anyway, what else do I got? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, Charlottesville African American Museum will melt down the statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee for a new public art piece. Now, I think it's appropriate considering the history of that. You know, I don't think we should necessarily be like, you know, worshiping these fellows who led a rebellion against the United States. But New York Mayor Bill de Blasio was inspired by this and now has announced plans to melt down the Statue of Liberty. And he plans to inject the molten metal into the anal cavity of anyone who thinks America still stands for freedom. So it's kind of some blowback from there. Oh, you see Joel Osteen, uh, the CEO, plumber, discovered stacks of cash and uh, checks inside a wall at celebrity televangelist Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church last month. And he'd been awarded, they gave him 20 grand by the Crime Stoppers of Houston, like as a reward, because they'd been looking for this money that... Uh, that had been lost like a long time ago. Um, and he also, while he was working on the clogged toilet, he found the careers of Jesse Smollett and Andrew Cuomo. Mm, yeah. Good. Um, let's see. I think that might be all I have here. Let me look at uh, my little notes here. Um, yeah. I think I think that's it, Sable. That's all I had for this sad, sad state of the nation. You know. <laughs> we could call it the sad face of the nation. Sad face of the nation. <laughs> yeah. I really like my joke about elf defense. I, yeah. I, I love that one. We should, uh, yeah, we should keep using that. That's pretty good. <laughs> I was proud of that one. Hey, uh, you can finish off this uh, oh, okay. French press coffee if you want, oh, so good. please. Okay. And uh, do you want to go into the beef bunker a little bit? Yeah. All I right. Go into the beef. I can always go into the beef bunker. You can always get a little beef. Yeah. That was an HIV joke for you. Those are not popular anymore, are they? <laughs> no. All right. Well, I got something for you in the beef bunker. Oh, okay. Usually, I rely on you completely for this, but I I came across. I don't even know how I came across this. <laughs> it's quite possibly the most repulsive male targeting hmm. uh, web modern web service that I have personally seen in a long time. Hmm. It's it's a it's a provider, a web service provider called Fella. F E L L A fella, mm-hmm. and uh, it's joinfella.com. <laughs> and somehow the ad came across to me as like, you know, men get help losing weight. Mm-hmm. And it showed people like happy uh, middle aged guys with slim waist and looking fit. And guys so, that don't need the service. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> the, uh, the, I would assume those were the after pictures, yeah. not the before pictures. So, of course, I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is all about. 
Maybe it's another uh, another keto, another ketogenic strategy. Maybe it's another research-based, scientifically proven way to help guys stop eating so many goddamn chips <laughs> and lose weight and meet their own goals, right? Get over the depression from living in the modern age and solving that with food and actually go and take care of their bodies. Yeah. So I look into this and it says, Fella combines FDA-approved medication. Uh-oh. <laughs> that was the first I was like what wow. that was the first thing was yeah. FDA approved medication yeah. the second bullet was we work with your insurance oh boy <laughs> and then and then it says psychological strengthening and behavioral tweaks to reset your metabolic system and improve your metabolic health with drugs <laughs> so so I looked I looked through the site some more it says thankfully there are FDA approved medications that have been proven to work okay now, I'm just curious about this now. So I searched through the website visually. I used some Google dorks to look through the website. What, what's Google dorks? A Google dork is a way that you can search a specific website mm. for specific patterns of words. Huh, interesting. I really wanted to find out if there was anything about food or diet mm -hmm. or fat yeah. or carbs. Nothing. <laughs> no mention of food wow. or diet or carbs anywhere on the website. Wow. Except from a Q&A from somebody who, mm. who is asking about it. And they said, you know, we, we use FDA-approved medication and psychological strengthening to help you get control of your metabolic health. Wow. So really with this, and don't, don't do this, guys. Stay away from this. This is a blatant attack by people who consider men to be just sheep that they can get insurance money from. Hey guys, take this. Oh, by the way, it might make you impotent, but you don't care because you're fat and you're not going to have any more kids anyway. <laughs> Sounds like it to me. I this was reminding me of uh, listen. You know who Jonah Goldberg is? Mm -hmm. um, he has a podcast called The Remnant. He had a psychiatrist on there uh, the other day. Um, she was talking about how this is a thing now that the wokeism is seeping into uh, psychiatry and medical. You know, like a lot of the younger doctors are like they want to treat people's. Uh, political opinions too like they they don't want to treat a guy with a maga hat on mm -hmm. he he's probably unvaccinated that's why he's so sick so those like let him be sick like they won't treat him and she was giving a talk about opioid crisis or something and she dared to suggest that people have some agency and should just maybe not try to take try not to take the drugs like do something else don't take the drugs and like like this site um also it's it's sort of like uh saying like it's not your fault that you're overweight now in a way it's not actually I can get into that, but it's more like they just like you're a victim of this stuff. We can fix you by taking more drugs. First right. off, you know the food companies create the problem, and then and then the right. pharmaceutical companies fix the problem. We but, we might as well call them drugs. The food, yes. the the large food companies create the drugs that we get addicted to. Yes, and they do which, the research that says like Cheerios is heart healthy. That that they they fund that research, and then they get to to mm -hmm. maneuver. The, the language into ultimately saying that it's heart healthy when in right. fact it's so, bad so for your heart. we get bombarded with food and sugar. We get addicted to things like Oreos and ice cream and you know the, the scientifically most addictive crunch in the Doritos mm -hmm. that I God, still crave so yeah. almost every day. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Those yeah. crunchy chips. Yeah. Um, and, and it does create, so it actually does create a hormonal imbalance. And this yes. is where I agree with you. And my opinions have changed over 
uh, being an insensitive teenager mm-hmm. and teasing my overweight friends about being fat. Like, why don't you walk some more and stop eating? Like, yeah. Like everybody else said back in the old days, which I actually called that woman as an adult and apologized to her for being such a doofus. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but at that point, you actually have a hormonal problem, right? Yeah. If you're 100 pounds overweight, you have a hormonal issue. Yeah. Yeah. To deal with before you can deal with food. Your body is begging you and forcing you to eat more of that stuff because it's right. it's like I'm getting a lot of I'm I'm getting fantastic tasting stuff here, but I'm not getting a nutrient. So keep keep feeding it to me until I get the nutrients I need, but there are no nutrients in that right. food. You never get it. No. Um yeah, so, very hard. So I do agree with you that it's not entirely it's not our fault. Not really, that, no. That we're bombarded. And I think you brought up this point. Uh, on some one of our podcasts a long time ago, probably long enough that no listener is going to be offended by me repeating it. But you said, imagine if we went to a city and every shop, every window, every billboard was full of pictures of happy people injecting heroin. (laughs) And up and down the street were vendors of people trying to sell you heroin all day, every day. Yeah, <laughs> from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed at the grocery store, at the doctor's office, mm-hmm. at the dentist, at work, on your lunch break, in the lunchroom, Christmas party at grandma's house, right? Even <laughs> when you she holds e- out a tray of needles, mm-hmm. even when you go to the bar and hang out with your friends and get a beer, the bartender comes by and says, "Do you need a? Do you need some heroin?" Yeah. Eventually, you're gonna say yes. Yeah. yeah. You can't hold out against that forever. Hmm. Well. Great analogy. Somebody, somebody can, but it's not me, and it's not most of us. <laughs> right. It's not 99% of us. I did it long enough to, to drop like 50, 60 pounds, but like I'm having trouble going further now because it's right. like, <laughs> dang it, you know, it sucks. Well, no, not- you know, nobody wants to hear fat guys talking about being fat. Yeah. They still, by the way, like, and they, they said they're using that site, Fella. They're using like FDA stuff and FDA guidelines. If you go to the FDA, like, they're still, I, I just saw this tweeted. It was a recommended diet plan for diabetics. And they said you should be eating 40 to 50% of your calories from carbohydrates. It's fucking saying that, which is just ridiculous. It's retarded. And this is for diabetics. That's, that's how you got to be diabetic in the first place. Mm-hmm. But then don't worry, we got the insulin. You, you shoot that into your body and it doesn't cure it. It just, keeps you alive long enough so you can keep consuming these foods and then eventually they'll have to cut one of your toes off and then your foot off and you feel like shit all the time and mm-hmm. eventually you have heart disease and you're on a machine for the last six months of your life and then you die. Wow, it's fucking fantastic. But that system doesn't care about people as human beings, as individuals, as a, as a person, as a point of light in the universe. That mm-hmm. system cares about us as yeah. a consumption device yeah. and a way to milk insurance money. Yeah, They get money from us when we spend it on the food. They get money from us when we spend it in the hospital. They get money from us when we spend it on drugs. Yep. And what are we not doing when, when we're spending all of our time in the hospital and on drugs and stuck eating fast food because we have this metabolic issue? We're not contributing to society. We're not bettering our own wealth. We're not expanding our family. We're not discovering new technologies. We're not being productive. And yeah. that is why China has a hypersonic missile and we don't. Mm. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh we, boy. We could still we could still um 
mostly destroy the entire planet with our own arsenal, right? Oh yeah. So that that oh, yeah. kind of helps right for now. There. <laughs> for now, yeah. Um, well, I'll, all we'll say is, well, we're just going to blow this up here, and then you guys will get nuclear winter there, so you're all screwed too. So it's like they go, damn it. <laughs> well, there are. I think there are many people. Uh, on one political spectrum that would like to see America destroyed, that would yep. like to see us all die. Fortunately, there's a light of hope in that. Mm. And and I've probably even said this before, the people that really hate America and hate themselves and hate and want to destroy everything also don't believe in bringing children into the world. I was going to say they don't reproduce. So they're going to die and, out. Or they abort babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and you know, abortion pills were just approved to be sent in the mail wow. to random people. Hmm. Interesting. I think they're going to be included in school lunches soon. Good, and I and I'm not I'm not anti-abortion. As I said, I'm pro-abortion. I think it should be mandatory for Democrats, and you should be able to do it up to the age of forty. Um, forty weeks, forty years. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, this is the this this goes with the diet too thing. But the uh, the reason why half the country really hates America is actually the biggest problem we have is I'm not going to use the term that Trump used because look at my I'm, I'm using like a Trump thing with my, my okay. oh, I have, told, I, I have like totally. an okay sign you know how you hold up his hand with like yep. the, t- the pinky up or whatever it looks like an okay sign that was really wasn't what I was doing because he that, was, that's he was trying not some, to point because yeah, pointing is illegal he's holding his, when he talks he holds his hands up but he, but, and he coined the phrase fake news which at first seemed and it did he was kind of overusing the term like anything that made him that was negative to him was just fake news like well right. not everything it's like your hair is funny that's not fake news but mm-hmm. but our biggest problem in this country is absolutely that every single news article you read has is designed to get you to have some opinion about it like the person right. who's right this is very bad it's the same thing with the the um, nutrition science mm-hmm. the the drug slash food companies which are melding together they want you to buy their food and right. they will spend a lot of money to get those right. those uh, billions, stories billions to, of to dollars, say that yeah. sugar's not no you just need to burn it off a little bit just you need to walk around the block and you that that whole pack of cheerios is is gone no and and how are they able to say cheerios is heart healthy do you remember this the the way this works it's it's a very long-winded approach but essentially the whole grains mm-hmm. were approved by the um the Heart Association, maybe the American sure Heart which, Association, yeah. which was led by uh, the the big personality guy um, Ansel Keys. Ansel probably, Keys, yeah. led led by Ansel Keys for ever. I think it was for a long time, and the heart healthy grains were the ones that were in his fake studies shown. Yes. Yeah, studies that were horrible science, and they yeah. actually just when they whenever they'd find data that didn't fit, they say, "Well, we're disappointed with that study." So there's yeah, they, just they just threw, threw it, it away. Out. They threw it out. <laughs> so, um, and that but, force of personality, him being one of the preeminent scientists in the country, he was able to bully his belief system yes. onto the people as science, and yeah. consequently, it's it it might be we have to look this up. It might be that these health recommendations have killed more Americans than anything since the Civil War, probably. Yeah, and Ansel Keys was not a nutritionist or a dietitian or a medical doctor. He was a fish physiologist. Right. And he did have something. To, he, he created the K-rations in World War II, and that's why they're called K-rations because of his last name, Keys. Keys. Yep. But, but, they, but didn't they also have saltpeter in them? I don't remember that for sure. I don't know. Uh, we, we, that might have to be a follow-up. Yeah. Because um, I, I think they did that to the soldiers to reduce their, um, yeah, their sexual, sexual proclivity desire. so that they wouldn't end up in the foxhole with each other. 
Yeah, or maybe get horrible diseases from all the prostitutes in the nearby towns. Maybe. Oh, they didn't care about that. that would, yeah. Um, but anyway, the reason they're able to say heart healthy on the Cheerio box is first off, they pay off the AHA. Yep. They just pay them money. They just write a check, General Mills and whatnot. But They pay for the AHA. The whole, the, the, it is proven that your LDL cholesterol will drop if you're eating whole grains. But the other part is, is there a link between LDL and heart attacks? And it's no one's ever even proved this. This is just the thing that he right. had. And like he said, Ansel Keys would say, I think it's because all this fat is just clogging up people's arteries. Now, turns out to not be true. Turns out to not be true. Plus, fat never touches your blood. It never touches your blood. It's packaged in lipoproteins and little submarines that go through your blood. Mm-hmm. So nothing's ever like, like, like grease in a sink. Nothing is like that. Right. Nothing is going on like that. So... That's not a bad place to start your opinion, but yeah, it, it goes yeah. deep. Yeah. I, I did, uh, at, at my kid's birthday party, randomly stumbled upon a couple ladies talking about various diets, mm-hmm. and and I had to tell them, there's been lots of research on lots of diets, and they all suck, except for this one that has been researched. There's been 200 studies in the last 10 years, and they were looking at me skeptically, and I said, hold on, I got the book. Mm. Mm. The, the Gary, Gary Tom's book, book. Yeah. and I said, "Look, just just go peruse this. Peruse means to study carefully. Mm-hmm. If you don't remember, <laughs> yep. go, I said, go peruse this, and just make your own mind up because yeah. all the evidence is there. It's yeah. all there. Yeah, there's a preponderance of evidence to suggest right. that eating that way is more beneficial to humans than the like, current fad diet that we do now, which is." Cinnabon and pizza and just mm. walk around the block after you're done. Pizza. Oh God, yes. Well, since that birthday party, we had uh, tons of, of crackers in the house. Mm. And of course, I've just been enjoying having crackers and cheese, crackers and cream cheese, crackers and crackers and crackers, uh, which has led to all the things that go along with having lots of carbs, mm-hmm. which is like extra time in the bathroom, <laughs> extra noises emanating from your behind <laughs> uh-huh. throughout the day, like, oh, stupid carbs. Yep. And uh, I, could, I could see my face on, I, I do some, uh, I have my alter ego, Buddy Wayne Purdue, that I do some like uh, videos and TikTok and stuff. And I could see the days I had carbs, my face is more bloaty. Oh, how do I we, could see. How do we find you on TikTok? I might have to install this app. Um, you could do uh, Buddy Wayne Purdue, P-E-R. D-U-E. That's Buddy Wayne Purdue. He, I just do like a hillbilly sort of commentary on jokes and news items and things All like right. that. And actually, you'll find a lot of the same jokes because I'll just carry them over here oh, and do them. On the so we'll, like the elf defense, that's a that's a Buddy Wayne joke. We'll promote Buddy Wayne on yeah. this show, but can Buddy Wayne yes. promote this show yeah. on his TikTok channel? Yeah, I think I'm going to do an actual uh, video of that when I can, and then I'll actually promote that one. So Okay. I like um, it. Yeah. We'll leave Facebook to the wind. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bore anybody with all the, like the whole world of computers falling apart last week. Hmm. Uh, if if you really are interested in a little more analysis about what's happening with these Minecraft attacks that is literally affecting the whole world, send hmm. us a note on Twitter at Sable and Dave. Let me know that you actually want me to talk about it, and I'll talk about it next week. Cool. Because uh, one thing, it's it's very realistic to run around screaming the sky is falling in cybersecurity because it's always falling. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> it's and I'm I'm just going to give this I'm going to share this one point cuz I was trying to explain to a non-technical person sort of the yeah, explain to me I haven't heard of the this state. So. Well, no, I'm going to leave I'm not going to oh, talk about time. the log for shell unless somebody really wants me to go into it. But the okay. state of computer technology right now. Imagine if you lived on the border of Israel 
where there were rockets <laughs> coming down every day, and that people live like this. There are attacks on the buses. There yeah. are bombs, and and you're always keeping an eye out for someone trying to kidnap and kill your children. Okay, there's a there's a small population of people on the on the border of Israel with the Palestinians because the Palestinians are constantly attacking, constantly trying to kill those Israelis. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's every computer in the world. Yeah, is under that state. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Constantly, your business is under attack right now. Today, hmm. your email is under attack. Everything in technology is under a constant bombardment. Your home yeah. internet connection is being scanned by bad guys right now while you're listening to this podcast. Hmm. And if you have an old router, it's probably going to be compromised and used in a botnet. And it's not a matter of, will it happen in the next 10 minutes, but it might happen in the next few days. That's just the Hmm. state of internet technology with crime and malware is unbelievable. It's unbelievably bad. And it's hard not to run around saying the sky is falling. Hmm. Yeah. Well, sometimes it spills out to the main media. That's that's what happened with this log for shell. Hmm. It's every bit as bad as you. (laughs) Damn. Essentially, you're playing Minecraft. Somebody mm-hmm. sends a special command in the chat at Minecraft, installs malware on your computer. Shit. Damn. That's a feature. It's built in. Wow. And that's happening on everything. Oh, like billions of machines. How about Roblox? Same thing. Can it be happening on Roblox? Because my daughter plays Roblox incessantly like all day. Roblox doesn't have this specific function by default. Not yet. But the servers <laughs> okay. that Roblox, I mean, Apple iCloud. What's being attacked? Everything's being attacked. Billions of computers from this one. This this by, one's probably is this the by worst. Chinese folks. It's or everybody, everybody. It's so everybody. Well, I mean, it's, Russians, it, Chinese, everybody. It actually started with Minecraft hackers trying to screw up their opponents. Oh wow. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyway. Interesting. We'll leave that off. I, I'm trying to keep all the gloom and doom out of the show. You want to wrap it up for today? Yeah, let's wrap it it's up. A Thanks, beautiful everybody. Saturday. We should get outside. Yeah. Go get some uh, vitamin D in mm-hmm. our skin, and yep. try, I'm going to try and personally get a walk in before I go to this epic Christmas party <laughs> and watch people in a white elephant uh, gift exchange try to pass the penis. Pass the penis. If you accidentally open the gift that has the 18 inch black dildo, <laughs> you might not want to take that home. <laughs> so you're constantly trying to pass that off to somebody yeah. else. But yeah. somebody's going to go home. That with sounds that like penis. a good white elephant part because I've had I've gone to parties. I know we're almost done, but I've gone to parties where they don't know that white elephant means you're supposed to get something that nobody wants. <laughs> they think it's just like a gift party, like oh, yes, under ten dollars, a white elephant party. I'm like, what? That's that's not. What are you talking about? No, white elephant means. And I've brought. I've been the guy who brings something like that to the party, and they're like, everybody's confused. No, like, I, I think. I, don't I think most of the women are, are changing this because this has been ongoing. Now, <laughs> okay. most of the gifts are things that you would really want to go home with. <sighs> Ladies, come on. But God. but we know there's always going to be those surprise packages. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Uh, uh. All right. I'll let you know if I end up coming home with a, a new yeah. lamp. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Because that's what I'm going to use it for if I get it. <laughs> it's going to be my new lamp. I'm going to replace that clarinet over there. Put it in your front window and light it up like <laughs> the leg lamp from Christmas Story. 18-inch giant. <laughs> Put some Vaseline on it and light it very seductively. Ooh, that would have been a good show opener. Yeah. All right, I'll see you. Uh, maybe we'll record again Thursday. We'll get yeah. another show out. Yeah, I think we this will. This week, next we'll week. We'll try. All right, bye, everybody. Bye.